Happy Friday, TGIF everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. Let's get the show on the road. For those that are new to the show, again, welcome to this show. If this is your first ever episode, uh, Fridays are when I just usually give picks. Now, for those that have followed this show all week, you're like, well, that's all you've given. Well, Friday is when I actually make those picks official. Now, if you're an NBA fan or an NHL fan, you're like, well, you haven't done much of us for the week. But I do a grand scheme of picks throughout the week. So let's go ahead and get this show going. As far as last night's game, another snoozer, Tyson Bajan, is now 2-2 two two as a starter. Didn't turn the ball over, uh, I mean, 16-10. to 10, It was way underwhelming, even for my standards, to where I'm falling asleep in the middle of the third quarter. But, you know, that's how the NFL's turned out. So, let's go ahead and give you guys the picks. We're going to start in the, ooh, hold on, Big Ten bands Harbaugh from sideline and, ooh. For, ooh, so this is breaking news. Just before I get the picks, I just opened the ESPN app now, and this is breaking news. This might change the, well, not really. It might not change the whole show, but I'm curious as to what they mean by ban. Is it a season-long thing? or So let me check this out really quick with Harbaugh. Read this out. You guys are reading along with me here. <clears throat> The Big Ten has suspended Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh for the remainder of the regular season as the league disciplines the program under its sportsmanship policy and the ongoing NCAA investigation into the school's in-person sign-stealing ring. I told you guys on Tuesday, and I was actually Wednesday when I did the college football playoff stuff, once the punishment was doled out... Now is when you start, if you're in that playoff committee, all 13 of those chancellors, now is when you can start evaluating how good Michigan actually is. Now Michigan gets Penn State this weekend. I do have the Wolverines winning. I will give you the line when we get to that section of the show. But with this breaking news of Jim Harbaugh being suspended for the remainder of the regular season, now... If Michigan does beat Penn State, if they do, I don't know who they're playing afterwards, but then they beat Ohio State on Thanksgiving weekend and somehow win the Big Ten East, then Harbaugh can come back. But for right now, now is when you can start looking at Michigan as a mm -mm, little fishy. So that's the big news there. Let me read a little further and then we'll get back to the Regularly scheduled program here. Uh, Science stealing ring. The decision was announced Friday afternoon as the third ranked Wolverines head to number 10 Penn State for a critical road game on Saturday. Michigan was found to be in violation of the Big Ten sportsmanship policy for conducting an impermissible in-person scouting operation over multiple years resulting in an unfair competitive advantage that compromised the integrity of competition. In the 13-page letter to Michigan A.D. Ward Manual, 
Big Ten cited preserving the ability of the team to play out its season and Harbaugh being the public face of the program as the reason for Harbaugh serving the penalty. Though the punishment is levied against Michigan. So see, the only so when you read this even further, Harbaugh is just being the scapegoat because he's the face. He's the dude who won't shut up. Again, this brings up another point. I've brought up maybe not brought up on the show publicly, but privately I've told my dad this. I've told many people who are sports fans this. These coaches like Wayne Kiffin and Harbaugh. And even Lincoln Riley, you know, the vocal ones, the chatty ones that, even Dion, the ones who will yap, yap, yap all day long. You're putting a target on your school's back. So guess what? When shit happens to you, when shit hits the fan and people want to blame, who are they going to blame? They're going to blame the dude who will not shut up. So the moral of the story is this. Maybe Harbaugh didn't do it, okay? It was a staffer, and that staffer is now gone in Ann Arbor. Maybe it wasn't Harbaugh who did it. But the buck stops with who? Oh, wait a minute. It's Jim Harbaugh, the dude who wants to so badly win so bad. And it him, I think it's what, of his five or six years in Ann Arbor, no national championships, what, two or three Big Ten wins, yet no national championship. Two, two or three Big Ten titles, but no national championships. So at this point, now is when you start to notice. But anyway, that's the hugest breaking news. Harbaugh is suspended for the remainder of the regular season. Uh, he will be back either for the Big Ten title game saying that Michigan might beat Ohio State and win the Big Ten East or for their bowl game wherever they're going to play. But that's the biggest news. Now back to the regularly scheduled program. Uh, let's go ahead and give you guys, let's get you guys rolling. Let's do the NHL first. Uh, games tonight, only six on the schedule. Go with the Hurricanes over the Panthers, 4-2. And go with the Ducks over the Flyers, 3-1. If you want a third game special, go with the Golden Knights over the Sharks, 5-2. So again, 5-2 for the Golden Knights, 3-1 for the Ducks, and 4-1 for the Hurricanes over the Panthers tonight. Oh, no. Well, no, that's Saturday. Whoops. No, that was today. See, I don't know why... Because ESPN always screws me up with this. So that is Friday schedule. So again, your three winners. Hurricanes, Golden Knights, and the Ducks. Those are your winners tonight. Tomorrow, take the Maple Leafs over the Canucks, the Bruins over the Canadiens, and let's see if there's any on the West Coast side. Okay, cool. Take the Oilers over the Kraken. That's your third slot there. If you want specific scores, go back into the Bruins over the Canadiens 4 to 1. That's your huge spotlight score. But your three winners for tomorrow again, Bruins over the Canadiens, Maple Leafs over the Canucks, and the Oilers over the Kraken. Those are your big winners 
for tomorrow in the NHL and then Sunday to wrap up your weekend. Take the Rangers over the Blue Jackets and the Wild over the Stars. Those are your two winners for Sunday. So go the Rangers and the Wild for your winners on Sunday. In the NBA, let's get you guys going. These are all part of this little in-season tournament, which still count as regular season games, so is it really that important? Eh, who cares? Uh, but, again, these odds courtesy of ESPN Odds. So here we go. Take the Sixers over the Pistons, minus 8.5. Take the T-Wolves over the Spurs, minus 7.5. And... A half. and Take the Lakers over the Suns, plus two and a half. So those are your three winners for today. Yeah, three winners for today. Let's jump to Saturday. Yeah, let's jump for tomorrow. Only four games in the NBA for tomorrow, so I'm only going to pick two here. Take the Bucks over the Magic and the Hawks over the Heat. Since there are no odds released for tomorrow's games, we're gonna have to go with my confidence scale. Uh, we're gonna have to go with my confidence scale. So if the total is 20, I'll go with a combined total of 15. So pretty high for both. But again, take the Bucks over the Magic and the Hawks over the Heat for tomorrow. And then to wrap up your weekend, take the Knicks over the Hornets. The Mavs over the Pelicans. And the Suns over the Thunder. Now, yes, I know I can go through the old board like I used to, but I need to make these as short as possible. So, again, take the Knicks, the Suns over the Thunder, and the Lakers over the Trailblazers since the conference or confidence scale is at a 30 here. I'll go with a 23, which averages out to 7.6. So round that out. It's an 8. It's not bad. So round that out. Easy schedule there. Those are your picks in the NBA. Let's go ahead, jump into college. We'll go college basketball again. As a reminder, college basketball fans, I only do the top 25, and I will say this throughout the entire year. The only exception is if you leave it in the comment section as to what teams you want or what conference you want me to follow, then I will do that. But otherwise, it is top 25 only because the whole board would be busy. But as far as today goes, Villanova is be losing to Lemoyce right now, 8-4. That game is on FS1. <sighs> Big matchup tonight. I think they're playing in New York City. Uh, let's see. Duke and Arizona. I would consider this a huge Elite Eight matchup in March. You know, it's early November, but this is more of an Elite Eight, Sweet 16 type matchup. Really early on in the year. Duke is favored, minus five and a half. I'm going to go with the Wildcats to go with the upset here. Was it a top? Yeah, it's a top 15 matchup, but I'll go Arizona over Duke, plus five and a half. And Alabama over Indiana State. 
see what else. Texas over Delaware State. You know, it could take Gonzaga over Yale, minus 13, minus 12 and a half if you're really interested. Take Gonzaga over Yale, 12 and a half, as your other picks. So take Arizona and take Gonzaga. Those are your main picks for today. For tomorrow... Oh, God, none of them look good. Um, go with Creighton over North Dakota State, if you're interested. Take Creighton over North Dakota State. I'm sticking with that as a 5 out of 10. So if you want to, God bless you. There's no ESPN odds on this one. There's no odds that have been released for that one yet. So you got to go with my confidence scale here. And that's the only game I'm choosing in that category. So 5 out of 10 there. And then for Sunday, another dead list. Um, go St. Mary's over Weber State. Confidence level, again, same as Creighton's first tomorrow. I'll go with five. Go five out of ten there as well. But now, here's the moment of truth. Let's go ahead, jump this into college football. And let's jump right into the FBS and get you guys ready to go. For today, only two games on. You got SMU, North Dakota State. Take the Ponies. Take the Musk Mustangs, minus 18. Then UNLV and Wyoming. Take the Rebels at home, minus 3. I'm surprised that UNLV is 7-2 and 6-3. and, six and three. This is an interesting matchup at Allegiant Stadium. And I'm surprised it's a little lower. But take the Rebels, minus 3. Or the running Rebels, minus 3. As far as the other games go, again, I mentioned it with the breaking news of Jim Harbaugh getting suspended, but I still go with Michigan minus four on the road in College Station. I do think Michigan will have enough. I don't think the sign-stealing thing will make a difference. Take Michigan minus four early. Alabama over Kentucky. I'm surprised that line is stuck at 11, according to ESPN odds, so... I'll go with minus 11. So I'll, it should be minus 14, but I'll go Alabama over Kentucky there. Uh, we're still in the 9 o'clock window. Nothing else exciting there. Arizona, Colorado. Arizona looking to stun the apple cart again after their huge win over UCLA in Tucson last weekend. Arizona, this should be a walkaway win for you. Arizona minus 10. If you're really interested or you're a Dion Basher like yours truly, um, Arizona minus 10. That's easy peasy lemon squeezy. Kansas State over Baylor. Kansas State minus 21. It won't really matter either. I mean, Kansas State has more of a chance to get to the Big 12 title game now due to Oklahoma's loss, but I'll go Kansas State minus 21 there. We're in the 12 o'clock window now. Florida State over Miami sticking with FSU minus 14. I gave that pick on Wednesday. I'm sticking with that pick there. Utah and Washington, again, my upset of the weekend. Washington minus 8.5 right now, but this is my upset of the weekend. I'm taking the Utes in Seattle plus 8.5. Uh, let's see. Missouri, Tennessee, not touching that one. Missouri should win that one going away. Oklahoma State, UCF. I think Oklahoma State will lay an egg. That's the other upset alert if you're really interested. 
Um, otherwise, we're into the 1230 window. Still nothing exciting in those games. Oregon State, the shocker of the Pac-12, the one that could actually throw a monkey wrench into Oregon's plans of playing into the Pac-12 or getting a playoff chance. I'm taking the Beavers there, minus 21. And Georgia and Ole Miss, the only top 10 matchup of the weekend. Between the Hedges and Athens, take the Bulldogs. I think this should be a little lower, but minus 10.5 according to ESPN odds. Pretty fine. I do believe in Carson Beck, so go dogs if you want to score there. 38-28 Georgia over Ole Miss. Head into the 4 o'clock window. LSU over Florida. Take the Tigers minus 15. I don't know if Jalen Daniels will be starting, but should be okay there. Uh, UCLA, Arizona State. Take the Bruins to bounce back at home minus 17 against arguably the worst team in the Pac-12. Oregon over SC over your little crybaby, Mr. Caleb Williams. Minus 16 for the Ducks at home. Doesn't matter what uniform they wear. Oregon is one of the best teams in the Pac-12. I do think they have a better defense than Washington, and I would not be surprised if Oregon ends up winning the conference now, but because I do believe Utah will take on Utah will take out Washington. And then the final game of the day, just for fun. Air Force lost. I think they lost to Army as, uh, last week. So they, their commander-in-chief trophy thing that they got with Navy and Army is up in the air. Eh. And plus, Air's, Air Force is looking to bounce back from their first loss in the year. The game in Honolulu, for my people out there who love to have some action on the game, you know about the Hawaii thing, where basically teams just fly out there, it acts like it's a vacation, and somehow they're going to lay an egg. I know Air Force is favored by 19 and a half. And Hawaii only has three wins, but <laughs> what am I kidding? Take Air Force over Hawaii. You almost thought I pulled off the upset there, but no. Take Air Force minus 19.5 over the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. But remember, my biggest upset, if none of these lines make sense to you, the one game you should watch out for, the one game that absolutely will have national championship implications, or really two, Ole Miss, uh, Georgia over Ole Miss, 38-28, and Utah over Washington, plus 8.5. Let's round that out to 9. Let's go 21-14 Utah over the Huskies. Those are your winners for college football for this weekend. Now, to wrap up this show, let's go ahead and give you guys my picks for week number 10 in the NFL season. I believe we're in week 10 by now, but double check. Oh yeah, I forget, you gotta go all the way to the games. All right, where are we? Yeah, we are in week 10, good. I mentioned Thursday night's game, I'm not touching that again. So here are the picks again for week 10. Indy. Over New England in Germany. Eh, 
don't care. I'm not going to be up enough to watch that. So for the people that will, congratulations. Cincy over Houston. Minnesota over New Orleans. Pittsburgh over Green Bay. The Bucks over the Titans. Niners over the Jags. The Ravens over the Browns. Falcons over the Cardinals. Lions over the Chargers. Cowboys over the Giants. The, the Seahawks over the Commanders. The Ra <laughs> and the Raiders over the Jets. Those are your picks again. Raiders over the Jets. I don't care who is at quarterback for the Raiders. There is an air about it. I don't understand why it's a Sunday night game, but heck, it's something. Raiders over the Jets. Seahawks over the Commanders. Cowboys over the Giants. Lions over the Chargers. Falcons over the Cardinals. Ravens over the Browns. Niners over the Jags. Bucks over the Titans. Steelers over the Packers, Vikings over the Saints, Bengals over the Texans, Colts over the Patriots, and that is Week 10 in the NFL season. Now, of course, you got the Monday night game, but again, save that for Monday's show. But with that, I am logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke, and I will see you guys Monday. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. Uh, yeah, go to Podbean, search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well, or anywhere else you get this podcast. To watch this show, you have to go to rumble.com on your desktop computer, or you got to download the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Store. Once you do that, search for the username ADGERKE. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, one more time, because third time is always the charm. A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all 602, count them, six. Oh, two. 602 episodes of this lovely show. Plus, like, comment, share so we can sync up the algorithms. Speaking of algorithms, you can follow this show on the Facebook page, which is the Austin's Audit Podcast. The Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. So no change there, just no spaces if you're going to do the Instagram hashtag. For post-episode interaction, you got to follow me, yours truly, at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on X for post-episode interaction. And if you want non-show-related content, you got to follow me on Instagram at Spamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. With that, I am logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys Monday.